What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. Thank y'all and good job for the liking and subscribing to Black News on all platforms where podcasts can be heard. Thank you and great job for telling your friends and family, passing the word, spreading the news about Black News. This podcast that I like to say we are completing and pushing out together. So thanks again for your support and for the likes, the the comments, all of that good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is the message. That is the first things first. Now let's get into it. Judge Katanji Brown Jackson has been nominated to the Supreme Court. She is a black woman. She will be once confirmed. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say if confirmed, I'm going to speak it into existence and say once confirmed, she will be the first black woman to serve on the United States Supreme Court as one of the justices. She will hopefully be confirmed soon. And she has a stellar background, all of all of the qualifications. So let me first say, y'all got to remember, there have been around, I believe, 115 Supreme Court justices since the start of the Supreme Court, the inception out of 115, 108 have been white men. That stat alone is absolutely astonishing. Okay. But. I point that out because President Joe Biden announced during the campaign before he was elected president that he would nominate a black woman to to the Supreme Court. People got up in arms. People were disappointed. People were upset saying, how can you pick someone based on that? When there have been presidents in the past who have said, I'm going to nominate a woman or I'm going to nominate, um, you know, X, Y and Z that. Saying that is not a new thing. And in order to pull off having over 100 people of the same demographic um, elected to a to a body over hundreds of years, you probably had to keep him had to have the perspective in mind that you wanted that particular demographic because there ain't no way in the world you telling me that wasn't nobody else outside of that demo qualified for the job. That is ridiculous. You're lying. But there was a lot of backlash of people saying it's a shame that other people aren't being considered just because they're not this. So let me drop Judge Brown Jackson's statistics, her stats, her resume. Let me let me rep her set a little bit and then we can chime in with thoughts. So first, she is an experienced judge. For eight years, she served as a federal trial court judge. And last June, she was confirmed for a seat on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, D.C. She will also be the first Supreme Court justice since Thurgood Marshall to have represented criminal defendants. Now, and look, you know, to be in the company of Thurgood Marshall, you know, Thurgood, Thurgood was our guy. OK, early civil rights icon, NAACP attorney. Played by Chadwick Boseman in the movie that was out a couple years ago. Guys, okay. She also has experience as a public defender. She practiced at large and small law firms and served as vice chairman of the U.S. Sentencing Commission. 
In 2012, she was nominated for a seat on the federal trial court and was confirmed in 2013. She is a Harvard Law grad. She clerked for three federal judges, including Justice Breyer, the person, the man she will be replacing. Also read somewhere that she is a member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. So if that, I don't know if that's true, but if it is, she's a member of the Divine Nine. That's, that's enough for me. Okay. She poodles. Okay. E-yip. Ain't that what they be saying? That that's G-Rose? Okay. Yellow and blue. She is qualified. People were actually saying that she was more qualified than the last two justices that were appointed. I believe it was Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. I forget Amy's name. Okay. I forget. But I think the discussion and the argument about qualifications is null and void at this point because we have seen that she has the resume to back up the work and we can no longer use those arguments because we have proof and evidence that some people who were appointed to the Supreme Court did not or had less qualifications. So that needs to be eliminated from the discussion. The question now will be, will they vote her in? Now, y'all remember when President Obama was set to appoint Merrick Garland, I believe, to the Supreme Court. The um, uh, what was the what's the dude in the, uh, the the head of the house with the turkey neck that be hating? The one with the, with the the hand messed up hand. Y'all know who I'm talking about. He basically made a point to block that nomination. So it is possible that the same thing can happen with this person, with Justice uh, Brown Jackson. Now, that will say, though, also, when she was appointed to these previous um, positions, she was voted in by a partisan committee or a partisan group. So she has the ability to get votes from across the line. But when it comes to Supreme Court, that's a whole different story because this person will actually vote on things like abortion rights, LGBTQ plus rights, racial discrimination rights, affirmative action, women's reproductive health. All of that is now on the table. Voting Rights Act. We see what's happening to that. They are literally in different states across the country trying to gut that and make it more difficult for people of color, minorities, um, to make it harder to vote. So she will have a decision. Um, she will make be making decisions about all of those things. Now, the Supreme Court is not balanced in, at, at this moment as far as people voting in different ways. It is streaming. It is, it is leaning more conservative at this moment in time. So her vote won't make that, I won't say make a difference, but it's not like, oh, we need her to tip it on to the other side. No, no, no. It's already conservative and leaning that way. And it will be for quite some time. So this is more so about, yes, offering different perspectives. We need some diversity and some balance. It's not, no, like I said, there's no way you can tell me that over the last 200 some years that there have not been any qualified black women who could have served on the Supreme Court, that is absolutely ridiculous. And that's a lie. So congrats to her. I hope this moves swiftly and it's without hiccup, but you know, it is what it is. And let me know your thoughts about it. Are you guys excited? Are you down for this history making moment? 
it's it's a it's a big deal it's a big deal and it's it gives people and girls and boys just from different backgrounds it gives them something to aspire to because we often tell kids and and people you can do whatever you want to do but sometimes we'd be saying that without actually having an example to point to and in this case we now do have that example so kudos to her and you know let me know your thoughts about um about her nomination are you happy that joe biden follow follow through on his word uh, at least about something okay um yeah let me know hit me up on social media the NAACP image awards were this past weekend and I'm saying this past weekend because when I'm recording this podcast they just aired you may be listening to black news a little later catching up whenever you can catch up and it may be hell months from now but we are discussing the NAACP awards that were hosted by Anthony Anderson oh I love I you know Y'all know I I love black people, okay? I love black culture. I love black entertainment. I love the NAACP awards. People always have these these dreams and aspirations about winning accolades. I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. I want an NAACP award. I'm not really tripping on other trophies. There's two that I feel like, yeah, I, I if I get those, I would feel accomplished in my endeavors. That is the NAACP Image Award, and that is the SAG Award. NAACP Awards, because that is the pillar of black excellence, NAACP is our organization. That is our award show. And you could say the BET Awards is that as well, but NAACP, it just got a little more oomph to it. And the SAG Awards, I say that because that is voted on by your peers. So, If you guys aren't familiar with how SAG-AFTRA works, that is the entertainers, the actors union. We are unionized. And when it comes to the award season, SAG members vote on the winners for the SAG awards. So that is literally you being acknowledged by the people directly in your community versus trustees, the chairs, boards, um, a, a certain body of elected leaders. No, no, this is, I literally cast my vote for who I thought should win the SAG Awards this year. It's, that's what it is. So it's a little more, it's a more of a, like a, a nod, like, I see you working. I see what you're doing. Respect. I think you should take home the prize this year for, for your fantastic work. It ain't nothing like being um, honored and recognized by your peers. And I believe the NAACP Awards does online voting too for some. I, I don't know if it's all the categories or for some. I know for sure they do it for like the social media categories, best podcast, things like that. I think best podcast. But regardless, I I want me an NAACP Award. Okay, I'm going to get mine. I don't know for what. I'll be doing a lot of stuff. But that's that's on my bucket list. But talking about this because y'all will smith won an naacp image award and a sag award for best actor in a drama for his performance in king richard y'all will smith been at this for a long time we we know will from fresh prince will done done some good work he was nominated we thought he was a lot of people thought he was gonna win he did he was in ali that year it was stacked i believe denzel or was it what's the dude who who was nominated for a beautiful mind russell crowe regardless will ain't winning 
Will, I don't think Will has ever won a major award until this year. He won a Golden Globe. He had the SAG Award. But it was nice to see him finally being recognized for his work. He had an emotional speech. Venus Williams was also in attendance. Serena over and she doing Fashion Week, child. She was dressed up on Instagram. So she probably just couldn't make it. She was busy looking good and stunting on, on the haters. But I'm so happy for Will Smith. And now, and if y'all haven't seen King Richard yet, watch that dang movie. Watch that dang movie. Watch it for, yes, for the performances to support. But if you have ever had dreamers in your family, whether it was you, your parents, your auntie, siblings, maybe you did not have dreamers in your family. Maybe you had your own, maybe you had your own dreams. You had to push yourself to, to, towards excellence. Maybe that's something you always, always aspired to have. Maybe you were a sports fan. Maybe if you were like me, I remember when Venus and Serena popped up on the scene and they was all of a sudden came. It seemed like they came out of nowhere and they were killing people in tennis with the with the braids and beads. If you were a part of any of that, just that culture, that that huge black culture moment, watch this movie. If you raising kids, watch this movie. Kids with talent and skill, watch this movie. Even if they don't, if you want to raise kids or want to see what it looks like to raise kids with some with with goals and a plan, watch this dang movie. So good. Anjune, who played um, Miss Orsine in the movie, killed it. She was nominated as well. Did not take home the trophy, but she always delivers. Y'all, she be doing. She just consistently do good work. In the whole cast, those two young girls who played Venus and Serena. They didn't know how to play tennis before that. But if you watch that movie, you'd be like, oh, they've been playing tennis. Child, no, they learned for the movie. Okay, just killing it. Also, winners, Jennifer Hudson at the NAACP Award. She won Entertainer of the Year. She did a pretty good job in respect. Now, you know, it was a lot of stuff going around about that because they had the two respect um, movies and shows going at the same time. One with her and the other with Cynthia Erivo. But we're not going to get into that. We're going to leave that right there on the table. So shout out to Jennifer Hudson. Issa Rae won for Best Actress in a Comedy for our show, Insecure. Uh, rightfully so, because this last season she killed it. And y'all, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle was even at the NAACP Awards. Y'all know they do a lot of philanthropy work. So they were being honored there. They gave a great speech. Harry was up in the building. I saw a picture of them taking um, that they that they took with people who were working the show. Child Harry looked like he was in at home. Harry Harry probably looking for a plate. He like who cooking who cooking the food. They were at the NAACP Image Awards. So overall, it seemed like it was a great night. They have multiple ceremonies with different categories. They have some. I think it's a couple of days where they present the awards for all of the nominee the the winners um and it do, doesn't fit in one day the telecast is just for the big awards and which we saw and which was was fantastic did y'all check it out who would y'all think were there any snubs i don't think so but let me know what y'all thought hit me up and, and chime in next i want to talk about the russian and ukrainian war that's currently happening we all have our eyes on it and we have been very watchful about developments and what's going on because, hey, we'll need that to be heading over this way. 
We don't need no more drama. We already have a lot going on, but Ukraine is one of our allies. But the point of this is not necessarily about that overall. It's that there have been reports of Africans being discriminated against at the border while or different checkpoints trying to leave Ukraine and flee the country. This has been reported all over social media. TikTok was blowing up from people who have friends and family associates and just been hearing word of mouth from actual Africans who have been talking about how soldiers, border control, police, authority figures have been denying them, pushing them off trains, taking their passports, not giving them any information, have them outside in freezing temperatures with babies and kids, not letting them leave and giving priority to you citizens of Ukraine. Unacceptable. This also is another example, though, of how social media is a very beneficial tool. Once news and reports started circulating about this happen, people started posting resources and ways to, one, connect friends, family, loved ones, associates, or even strangers with help. It was good with giving out phone numbers for people like contact this person. Different countries were looping in their embassies and and making phone calls, getting on the phone. At one point, it was a lot of different African countries who were chiming in, Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa, telling their citizens what to do, where to go, and how to get back to their country on the continent. Social media is oftentimes looked at as a negative. I know I struggle with it all the time. It can be a very distracting, nasty, just, it could just be a weird and icky place. But it's always good when stuff like this happens, not that the event happened, but it gives people the opportunity to show their goodness in their hearts and to really help one another. So if you know somebody who has been having issues in Ukraine trying to get out, check Twitter, It check social media, TikTok. It's literally all over the place. Hit me up if you don't know where, where to, to look for the resources. There is um, literally pages and and tweets and tweets and tweets on what to do, how to help, where to go, all of that good stuff. So let's keep those people, the whole Ukrainian Ukrainian population, hell, Russian population, let's keep everybody in our prayers because one thing we do not want is war. One thing we don't want is bloodshed. And it's just unfortunate that that's where we are now. So let me know your thoughts about it. Man, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. So how do you feel? How do you feel about it? Hit me up at Cornelia. Let's get into honorable mention. It has been 10 years since Trayvon Martin was murdered. 10 years, y'all. It literally has been 10 whole years when it feels like it literally, I would say maybe three years. I remember watching that case from start to finish. Remember, it was literally just yesterday where we heard and saw news reports 
of a young boy being shot by Neighborhood Watch, George Zimmerman. It was literally yesterday with the trial, with the not guilty verdict, with this whole idea of stand your ground being used as a defense to stalk a young boy and shoot him. It has literally been 10 years. The exact date of the killing of his murder, his passing was February 26, 2012 in Sanford, Florida. Now this case, I know there have been situations like this, shootings by the police, and, and he was neighborhood watch, so he wasn't the police, but I'm, I'm saying this point, um, not to say it's the same, but to kind of give an overall idea. There have been situations like this that have been happening since we can remember. Our parents got stories, our grandparents, great-grandparents. Hell, we can date back to right after slavery when they changed the laws so that because black people weren't obligated or were no longer able to be forced into work that they can now put you in prison and make you do similar or worse work because of that but that that we're going down the rabbit hole my point is this case in a lot of ways kicked off our generation's version of our civil rights movement our social activism us hitting and pavement, getting out in these streets. This was one of them cases that literally woke up us, this age group, and had us like, oh, it's it's go time. It's time to do something. We gotta act. We gotta get up and we gotta get up out here in, in the streets and we and we need to make some noise. So, you know, while Trayvon Martin died for no reason. And while this was tragic, I know for one thing, that young man changed the trajectory and the conversation for us and about our rights, protection, policing, all of that. So he will, some icons aren't made in in the best way, but sometimes people are put on this earth for that reason. Emmett Till, Trayvon Martin. Tamir Rice, Breonna Taylor, Sandra Bland, George Floyd. Those people were put here, yes, for other reasons, but one of the biggest is to get us off of our asses and get us fighting for our rights. So rest in peace, Trayvon Martin. 10 whole years, that young boy would have been an adult living his life he I believe he wanted to be a pilot who knows what he could have been what could he could have been or what he would have been who knows and I know his mom and dad probably think about that all the time but you know with that said rest in peace to that young boy who would have now been a young man and how do y'all feel 10 years after the fact about Trayvon and his legacy the legacy, you know, the of hoodies and, and, and how black people are perceived. Where do we stand on it now? How do y'all feel then versus now or then and now? Hit me up. Let me know on social media at Cornelia. 
that's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it. And keep sharing Black News with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics. Or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Cornelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Cornelia like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Cornelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much guys i hope you have a fantastic week keep supporting keep growing keep building keep staying safe and keep staying healthy as always again i'll see you back here next time same time same place bye